Hello, everybody. Once again, it is me, the J to the E to the double F free. This is Jeffrey Harris, and you're listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. For today's interview, we have an exclusive chat with the co-creators of Dark Side of the Ring, Evan Husney and Jason Eisner, to talk about season three of this hit docu-series, which debuts on May 6th with a two-part episode on the legendary Brian Pillman. I'm very excited about this season. This is an amazing docu-series. It is the highest rated docu-series, excuse me, program in the history of Vice TV. These guys have created a franchise with Dark Side of the Ring, and I'm very excited to talk with them about the show here today. So stay tuned. An exclusive interview with the co-creators of Dark Side of the Ring here on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast in just a second. Jeffrey Harris, 411 Mania, talking with Evan Husney and Jason Eisner for Season 3 of Dark Side of the Ring. So Season 2, we started with the two-part Chris Benoit documentary. You ended it with uh, the passing of Owen Hart. You know, talk about tough subjects. When Season 2 came out, I called the the Benoit documentary, I called it the greatest wrestling documentary I've ever seen. And and I do not say that lightly. Um, Thank you. So what struck me about both those stories, you know, when you talk about, I mean, these are two of the, you know, the darkest days in wrestling history, two of the the most tragic moments when you think, you know, of the the wrestling industry. And I think what struck me about those stories, the way you approach them is that they were completely lacking in sensationalism and they, those subjects were treated with the utmost gravity. Um, How important... Were those ideas for you, uh, gentlemen, when cr- you know when crafting those episodes? Well, um, uh, for 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 Benoit, I, I remember before Jason and I knew that we were going to have a season two. Uh, we, we we didn't really plan for it, <laughs> but um, when, when kind of the the downtime in between working on season one and when it eventually aired, you know, we we really wanted to tell that that story we really wanted to revisit that because we were we were we were sensing that there was um not only just fans wanting to know more about it but also that as we got to know folks like chavo guerrero jr was someone we got to know during the making of the first season that there was kind of like you know because a lot of these uh like a lot of the wrestlers who involved in that story have moved on you know outside of wwe that there was sort of this like okay now we can talk about it and we want to talk about it we want to we haven't really processed those emotions because we've been told not to for so many years and there was kind of that need for like uh for um for um catharsis there but also it was like when we learned that you know nancy's sister sandra and 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 chris's son david were kind of estranged and now trying to patch you know kind of come together i think we we sort of learned that okay now there's a reason to um kind of revisit this story or there's there's more purpose for us and it's not just talking about like you were saying sensationalizing or exploiting this story just for a television show we never want to do that so once we realized that um we started developing it as its own little side project that we would maybe pitch to another network because you know but then as soon as we heard that it was a season two it was like okay we've done all this research but it's too big 
for one hour of television with commercials, we're going to have to make it into two. And that's what happened there. And then with Owen, it was just like kind of similar thing. Like to me, it was like, I don't know if I want to revisit this story. Um, you know, because it is one of the darkest days in wrestling and I wouldn't want to exploit it in the same way. And then, um, you know, when we did reach out to Martha and then honestly, when I did more research on my own, learning more about Martha's side of the story, which I think has really been marginalized and, or, you know, unless you had written her book or like, or sorry, you had read her book, like you wouldn't really know, um, you know, all the things that she had gone through. So I, I, I saw a whole lot, like, like an opportunity, we both did, saw an opportunity uh, to really kind of tell another side of the story than what's been out there. And that's, that's, that gave us the purpose to do that. Okay. So season three, season two was 10 episodes. Season three is 14 episodes. So did you know while starting season three that it would be 14 episodes and did you have a story breakdown uh, session to determine the list of subjects for season three? I'm curious how that worked out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they called us up and said 14 episodes, and I was not expecting that. Uh, I mean, I was <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, excuse me, um, and was just trying to even process. Um, you know, well, first off, you know, we were in the throes of a pandemic, so it was like, you know, that was like wh- how and how, how at the time. And then it was like uh, 14 episodes, oh, my gosh. Um, and, um, yeah, because, I mean, we, you know, Jason and I have had many ideas, like Brian Pillman, or other stories that we wanted to tell if we had the opportunity to make a third season, but 14 was kind of like bigger than we'd ever anticipated. So yeah, it was 14 from the get go. And then it was like, you know, when we learned that the season was going to be split up into two sections in the year, it made it a little bit more achievable. And it's like, okay, that's cool. You know, and then, and then that gave us a little bit more confidence to be able to like, okay, kind of think about it. Okay. Let's just focus on the first half for right now. And then as we're going, you know, we have, we have, we have our, you know, amazing, hardworking, amazing team that we can't make the show without researching it along the way. And then we're like, Oh, you know, and then we're, you know, adding to the, adding to the, to the roster of stories as we're going. So, but yeah, 14. And I'll tell you having, you know, considering season two came out uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic, it was great having, you know, this show around uh, just to have something to focus on, you know, during such a tough time. So it's... Yeah, same for us yeah. too. Because, yeah, like we, like, even when the lock, like here in Canada, you know, it was just like this crazy lockdown yeah. right at the top, you know, and we, you know, had to stay inside and, you know, we just, we were working on posts through all of it uh, for season two. So, you know, it definitely helped. We're like yeah, some of the we first were... remote remote uh, <laughs> productions we had to adapt to it very quickly because our we i think yeah i think we got the last shots of season two we filmed two days before the entire province shut down in it was Canada. the day before it was the day, the day literally before. the day wow. before the whole everything all productions yeah. everything shut down wow and then they yeah gave me a giant hard drive put all the footage on it and went home here yeah you ran into a plane Scotia. with like a giant yeah. computer and yeah. that's how we finished the last three episodes, yeah. yeah. Was this a, a daunting production uh, task, uh, Jason? You know, not just 14 episodes uh, split up, but also, you know, during the pandemic, of course, and working around that. Yeah, it's, you know, even doing, last year when we did 10 episodes, it was, you know, so hard <laughs> without <laughs> a pandemic to deal with. You know? So, yeah, yeah like this, yeah. it's it's had its challenges, you know, because we have to, 
you know, travel, um, you know, like guys in the, in an RV and then like, you know, we have to do, yeah, all the RV style. we got to do quarantine back and forth. Like I've already this year have done like over 60 days of isolated quarantine, you know, just from the travel aspect of wow. the, of the show. So, you know, it is, uh, but I will say we, because of the success of season two, we've been able to get more people on board and create a bigger team and, um, you know, there's just no way we wouldn't have been able to do it like we did last year without having more support. So, um, and that's been good. And yeah, totally. And, and that's been good too. And, you know, um, just, yeah, being really stringent on, uh, protocols and, you know, it's, it, it, it's adapted how we've, how we do things behind the scenes, but it hasn't affected anything, in the result of the show show is still the same show. So, you know, and Jason and I, that was very important to us is that we wanted to be extremely safe and do everything right. right. But then at the same time, not try and sacrifice any quality of the show, which yeah. think, you know, knock on wood, we've been able to do. I'm very excited about the season opener, which will be about Brian Pillman, you know, one of the most revolutionary uh, stars in this business, you know, another story you know his career ended tragically and i'm curious now that we have brian pillman jr who is a part of this business now he's on his own journey and following in his father's foot footsteps in some way but it seems like he has a very good head on his shoulders do we hear from brian pillman jr uh in this documentary at all oh boy do we ever um Yeah. yeah brian pillman jr was the first person i called about this episode um and that was right at the beginning of literally when I knew that this season three was going to soldier forth, I got Brian's number. I called him because uh, this was always a story that Jason and I wanted to do. And it, it kind of was like, you know, we, we really wanted Steve Austin to be a part of it. And I, and I, and I figured that like after this, the success of season two, we were sort of able to make that more of a possibility to get on his radar a little bit more. And, um, and then, and I was like, okay, this will be a great, story to kick off season three with it checks all the boxes you know it's an incredible story and uh brian jr was down right away and 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 wanted to and wanted to do this and um you know he 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 rounded up his family um and you know hit all of his for the majority of all his family members are you know part of this you know his his um immediate family is a part of the story and it's a huge family story um it's not just about the rise of Brian Pillman and, and the incredible, uh, you know, boundary pushing loose cannon character. It's also about the consequences of that and the consequences of his family that not only just dealt, had to deal with certain things at that time, but also um, after the fact, after Brian, uh, Brian Pillman seniors passing as well. So it is a sweeping dramatic story and uh, something that I was surprised to, to find that, you know, couldn't be told in a single hour. It had to, had to be yeah. bare minimum uh, yeah. in, in, in two hour special. Yeah, we're, like, so fascinated by the family aspect, you know. We, like, if you grew up a fan of wrestling and watching wrestling documentaries, you really only get it from, like, the the wrestler's point of view. But to hear the ramifications that it can have, like, at home, it's so fascinating and tragic. Like, you know, Brian Pillman Jr., to hear him talk about how his, like, when his dad passed away, like, he thought it was part of a story angle. Like, he thought it was just wrestling, you know, and it... Like, he's watching his family grieve, and he's, like, waiting for, like, the cameras to, like, pop out, and, you know, and so when you hear, like, something like that, it's like, wow, like, for a child to, like, process their 
yeah, parents' death in that way, but also have this blurred lines of the character and the the show, you know, involved. Like that's like where else can you find that in any other form of entertainment or sport? Like where a family has to navigate the wrestling world in that kind of way. So uh, another featured topic this season will be the Ultimate Warrior, and you know I was a big Ultimate Warrior fan. I'm also aware, you know, he has sort of this past where he's made a lot of statements that I can't really defend outside of the business and, you know, behind the scenes. He was not the most well-liked individual. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what we can expect for this uh, story about the Ultimate Warrior as a topic. And do you think it will be more fair than the, self, uh, the self-districity of Ultimate Warrior? Oh, the self-destruction. Um, I, I, uh, well, honestly speaking, the ultimate warrior as a subject for dark side of the ring was not one that, um, I would have kind of come to on my own. Um, it was, it was, it was a, it was something that we kept seeing fans wanting to see us cover. And I was trying to kind of wrap my head around it. Obviously the circumstances around his passing are, are just, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, coming back into the fold with WWE and then passing just a short time after and after reconciling and everything like that. Um, but for me, it was like, I, I, I needed to find, uh, for me, something that some angle on the story or some, something with that story that would make it worth us kind of tackling again, because it's been a subject that's, you know, been talked about a lot. And, 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 and for me, it was just, you know, after speaking with his first wife, Sherry, um, who's, who's amazing. And, uh, and, and, and she just really wanted to humanize Jim, I think in, 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 uh, cause he is such a historically contentious character in wrestling. Right. Um, and there's a lot that's been written about him. Uh, you know, like you were saying, the self-destructive, the self-destruction of the ultimate warrior and other things. Um, and I, I think what we wanted to do was trying to, for the best that we could, uh, even though sometimes it's hard to find positive voices in the Ultimate Warrior, just to create sort of a human portrait of him, what okay. made him tick, and what made him ma- make the decisions he made in his career, and um, I think that was uh, and also telling a story of the experience of what it. it we're always fascinated by the family, you know, point of view in our story and what it's like to be, you know, married to. Uh, a major wrestling star and, you know, sort of inheriting that lifestyle. I mean, she married a guy who was a chiropractor, you know, he was a, he, he was on track to be, you know, he was a very physically fit chiropractor, but that's who she married. And then all of a sudden the wrestling, he gets swept up into the wrestling world and it's, and, 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 and it can take a toll on, um, on a marriage or on, on, on a loved one. And, you know, that, that's something that we explore a lot. And so when that started to emerge out of the story, it became something that we were interested in okay so last question gentlemen uh, when i interviewed you guys uh for the first season you told us about the dino bravo episode that you had started work on it for the first season and eventually we got to see the finished product uh for season two so why don't you go ahead and break us one of uh the next stories that we're going to see in season four perhaps the, season four <laughs> perhaps the wwe flight uh stuck in saudi arabia the wwe in saudi arabia situation maybe so why don't you, why don't you go ahead and break that for us right here for for this interview? <laughs> um, well, 
uh, yeah, for our for our fifty seven episode season four, we'll, we'll get there. We um, go. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, uh, the one that the hint, same, hint by Stevie. Every, yeah, right. <laughs> every uh, time we've done this, I have to have my you know semi stock answer for what the next season episode I want to do because we we get asked it a lot, and <laughs> normally we like to keep those close to the chest, not for like, you know, for gatekeeper reasons, mostly just because, you know, we want to give the, you know, family members the opportunity of knowing first and getting their blessing and things like that. But the one that I said last time around was collision in Korea, which we were able to make, which was really super cool and, and very, very fun zany episode to make. But for the, the one that I really want to do for season four, if that's in the cards at all, um, is to kind of, add on to our Texas trilogy season one. We had, you know, our bruiser Brody, Gina Hernandez, Von Eric's run, which is our, that's our (laughs) Texas trilogy. Yeah. Um, so, so to add on to that series, to make our fourth installment of the Texas uh, series, uh, I think we want to do, uh, gentleman, Chris Adams would be a a fantastic story to to do. Yeah. Amazing. So that, that's my answer. Yeah. That's always, that story is like when we're interviewing people, you know, through the course of season one, season two, even season three, everyone's got like a crazy Chris Adams story, you know, they do. just, um, yeah, they've just like been piling up. And even though my favorite, one of my favorite wrestling documentaries is gentleman's choice about Chris Adams. Um, amazing. You know, I, it, it, I feel there's more, you know, to add to, uh, to, Oh yeah. Uh, and we can call Steve up again and hopefully Steve will be in it. And yeah, you know, cause he was trained by Chris Adams, Steve Austin, and that would be amazing. Uh, guys, just going to wrap things up. Thank you so much for your time. And, and first of all, I just want to thank you guys, what you have done. You guys have created something I think that's very special. That's going, you know, to last in the hearts and minds of fans. I hopefully forever, but I just think what's special about this is getting the human element and making it feel real and not over sensational and not over sensationalizing very serious grave topics and treating them, I think with the respect they deserve and and telling the stories without making them feel like naughty or seedy or exploitive. So I really appreciate that, and I can't wait to see what you guys do uh, for uh, season three. So congratulations and thank you guys very much. And I'm very inspired by the work that you do. Awesome. Wow, thank you so much, man. Thank that you, Jeffrey. Appreciate it. Wow, thank, wow. Thank you guys yeah, and best you. of luck with season three. Appreciate it. Yeah. All thank right. You. Thanks, man. All right, and that was Evan Husney and Jason Eisner, the co-creators of the hit docu-series, Dark Side of the Ring, Season 3, debuts Thursday, May 6th on Vice TV, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you very much to those two for taking the time to speak with us. I am very excited to see more of Season 3. Now, if you'd like more of the 411 Wrestling Interviews podcast, you can listen to us on the 411 Mania YouTube channel. If you can give us a like, a comment, a subscribe, I would very much appreciate that. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And if you can give us a five-star rating, a review on any of those platforms, I would very much appreciate it because it really goes a long way in helping the show. But until next time, everyone, stay safe out there. And once again, this is the J to the E to the double F free. I'm Jeffrey Harris, and you've been listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Bye, everybody.